Oh my goodness, it's official. The doors to the Academy are finally open to all of you that came to the workshop. What fun was that? You guys were literally on fire, like on fire. I had so much fun. I got chills. I got teary-eyed. So much fun. And if you just happened to miss it, make sure you grab the replay link. It's inside of the Facebook group completely for free to watch. You're going to walk away with a whole bunch of incredibly good motivating and educational information. But today I want to dive into the three mistakes that I know you currently are making that's keeping you from that success that you want in your home and your business in your motherhood and in your marriage too. These were the mistakes that I were making um, when I was struggling and stuck on the hamster wheel, treading water with my nose barely above water, even taking too much water in at times is what it felt like, I swear. This is this is what I was doing and I didn't know I was doing it until, you know, hindsight, right? So looking back on it and analyzing it and getting to see and coach other moms through their own lives. It's so plain as day to me now. I know that these mistakes are going to resonate with you, and I am absolutely confident that you're going to walk away knowing exactly how to fix these three mistakes for you. So I'm so excited. Get yourself inside of that replay. Watch the workshop. Let me know what you think of it. And also, if you resonate with any one of these three mistakes, please come over. Let's talk about it. Send me a DM or hit me up inside of the Facebook group. All right, without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Okay, we are going to get straight to this because I have a lot to say. So I'm going to give you the three top mistakes that I was making when I was trying to juggle all of the balls, right? When I was really wanting to be successful as a work from home mom, and I was still working outside of the house too, but I really wanted to be a good mom. I wanted to be a good wife I wanted to live in a clean house that smelled good and looked pretty and was comfortable, that made my family comfortable. That's how I wanted to nurture them and care for them. And I also really, really wanted to provide income for my family while I was staying home with my kids. This was something that I thought about every day and I couldn't figure out how to get there. I was chasing it. I was chasing it really hard, but it had led me to being this mom that was yelling, that was overindulging in things that I shouldn't be indulging in from foods to shopping to really meaningless activities and and wasting my time in maybe social media or just chit-chatting with friends in group texts for hours on end 
or going to, to just different gatherings and events and thinking about how I was going to move my business forward without actually knowing what the next step was for me. I didn't have any plans in place at all. And that was the number one mistake that I was making. And I will say to you that if you are feeling this, the number one mistake, the number one mistake that you too are making is you're disorganized with no plans in place at all. So here's the thing, you're running around every single day in this mad dash, believing that there is no time to slow down and create an effective and efficient plan or strategy for yourself. And that really is what the the problem comes down to because in your mind, you want to just keep going as hard and fast as you can and chase all of it and keep working towards it as much as you can. And stopping seems like so counterintuitive to take enough time in your mind to put all of your ducks in a row when you probably don't even know how many ducks you have at this point, let alone what their names are (laughs) and what order they're supposed to be in. So the idea of that is just daunting, way more daunting than just hustling your life away like you're doing right now. At least you feel like you're accomplishing something. But to stop your chaotic crazy life long enough for you to figure out how to put all the puzzle pieces together. I get it. It seems like a dumb idea, (laughs) but it comes back to this like classic slow down to speed up. Right. And I think this is a big term that teachers use a lot. And what I have to say about that is, uh, I think it reminds me of a nursery rhyme with the turtle in the hair. (laughs) But if you want the madness to stop, you have to stop the madness. Like It's not just going to stop itself ever. It never, ever will. It's something that you're going to have to take time to do. So if the goal is to get you to the end of just one day, my goal is to get you through a week. I just I just make my brain go a week at a time. I don't think out any further than that. Everyone that knows me knows if you want to book something with me, you're gonna have to wait. I plan my week on Sundays and I plan it around my family. I plan it around my business. I plan it around my fundamental needs. And then I get to everything else. That's what I do. That's how I do things. And so This is what I'm trying to tell you. If you want to be able to get to the end of the week managing your home, your motherhood, your business, and your marriage well, then that means that you're going to have to stop long enough to make sure that as you move forward through the week, you're not creating more work for yourself. Like for example, getting from point A to point B when you are backtracking because you forgot something, going to the grocery store multiple times a week is like the biggest waste of time on the planet. On the planet, that is the biggest waste of time. And I know so many of you are doing it. Or when, (laughs) this is my favorite, when you have a kiddo that needs to get out the door for a sports activity, so they have to go to their swim meet or they have to go to softball or they have to go to dance and they had a specific leotard or it was tap day and not ballet day and you get there and you have the ballet shoes and so now you're freaking out because you got to have the tap shoes or it was basketball day and you didn't bring the right whatever. I don't have boys, you guys. You can totally tell. <laughs> Let's not use boy analogies. I mean, maybe I could come up with some, a few. 
but you get the point, right? You're all over the place. And, and then what that creates is you trying, trying to squeeze in work time from your phone while you're cooking dinner or while you're on the toilet, because that's the only place that you can get away from your kids and have five minutes apiece to think and finish that, that Instagram caption. Like this is what happens when you don't have plans in your place and plans in place versus being able to go from point A to point B in the quickest fashion possible where I get it. We have kids. Okay. So there might be a few bumps in the road and that's fine, but you still can just take one trip to the grocery store a week. You can still have all of your kids bags packed because your calendar is prepped and ready to go. And so now before you go into the week, you know what kid needs to be where. And so you get up and you go pack the bag and you put it in that kid's backpack zone where all of their stuff is prepped and ready to go. And you've also created a plan for you to quit work by 4 p.m. every single day. Doesn't that sound so much better? Instead of spending your time tracing over your own footsteps and picking up drop balls all day long, you could seriously be making so much headway just by having an effective plan in place. Okay, so I'm actually going to give you the five things that I want you to do to create an effective plan. So the first thing is I want you to have a Google Calendar with all your appointments secured in it every single week before you get to Monday, okay? The second thing is I want you to make sure that you have time set aside for preparing food, grocery shopping for it, planning it, the whole that whole thing, cleaning your house, working, playing with your kids, and downtime for rejuvenating, okay? The third thing is make sure your house is tidy and organized before you go into Monday. So have your zone cleaning done for that week for the most part. If you have a couple things that you need to do, that's fine. But don't leave the bulk of your cleaning to happen on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. The fourth thing I want you to do is I want you to know what hours you're going to be focusing on your business and put them in your calendar. So I want you to create time blocks for your business throughout the week. And then the fifth thing is update all communication with your family members. So your older kids should know. And by older, I mean like six, seven, eight for sure. Eight-year-olds for sure should be in the loop. Um, Even seven-year-olds, six-year-olds, kindergartners can pretty much know this. Like grade school and up, kids need to be involved and your spouses. 100% your husband needs to know what's going on for the week. Here's my quote that I use all the time. My husband told this to me. I think it might be kind of like a military thing, but it goes a little something like this. Fail to plan, plan to fail. If you fail to put plans in place, then you are planning on failing. And right now, this whack-a-mole game that you're playing with your time, which is your number one limited resource, is the reason that you're drowning. You're spinning your wheels every single day trying to meet the demands of every single person in your house instead of prioritizing a plan. If you don't know what the, the gist of the day is, they're going to feel it. And you know what happens? When you give children an inch, they take a mile. And pretty much everyone does. Our spouses do it. It's not because they're mean. It's because they can. It's because you're not running your ship. It's because you don't have a grasp on this thing that is yours. It is yours. You are the work from home mom. It's time to put on your work from home mom work clothes, and get some plans in place. Here's number two. The second mistake is that 
I was for quite some time, for most of my life, and you probably still are too, taking care of yourself last. Write that down. The sad part is that women really have been taught from the get-go that caring for others before they care for themselves is inherently a really good thing and focusing on their own needs is super selfish and when that happens we feel like we are less than that we're not good wives we're not good mothers we're not good anything because that is our identity but you're choosing to believe that by putting yourself after everyone else that you are doing more for your children and your husband and that's how it should be you're choosing to believe that and it's absolutely wrong it is absolutely inaccurate it's your job to keep each and every single one of these pillars that you've been called to serve at their maximum capacity. That's what we as, as business owners, we want our business to be fully charged and operating well. Same thing with our kids. We don't want them to bleed, depleted. We want them and our relationship with our husbands to be spiritually, emotionally, physically fueled at all times. And the same thing with our home. We don't want our house to be a holy mess. Like, seriously, you open up the cupboards, things fall out. You have 1,200 pairs of jeans and shoes that you never wear and you don't even know that you have. I can guarantee you, you have shoes in your closet right now that have so much dust on them because you have not worn them. Get rid of it. In order to pour into all of these responsibilities, these things that we've been called to serve, we have to be able to be fully charged ourselves. So you can think about it like I use the analogy of the cup overflowing all the time, right? So if you are responsible for filling up four cups, your home, your business, your kids, and your marriage, and you are trying to pour into their cup and you have drops left, You're literally rationing just to get everyone by every single day and you're depleted. But what happens when your cup is overflowing so much that they scoot closer so that they can fill themselves up on what is pouring out of you? What happens then? What happens then, you guys? You stop yelling. You stop living in a house of chaos. You stop operating in silos from your husband. You stop drowning yourself in coffee. You stop the madness. You see, self-care is a term that was created to bring awareness and validation to the dire need that women have because they're constantly neglecting themselves and they wanted to be given permission to care for themselves. But I say, what if self-care Sunday actually happened every single day? What if it wasn't a word, but it was just the way we lived our lives? When you have a system for how to make your needs happen consistently every single day, serving others and growing a business becomes you having all of those cups scoot closer to you so that they just fill up automatically. That is what it becomes. There's no stress involved. So because... I always want you to walk away with something. I'm going to give you four things that you can do to start prioritizing you right now. First one, inventory your current emotional buckets. What what cups do you have in front of you? What cups are you responsible for filling up? I would probably bet that you have the same four that I do. Uh, maybe you have one more, but I'm pretty sure that everything can fit into home, business, marriage, and kids. Okay, 
Determine what yours are and do an inventory of them. What That's the first thing. Second thing, ask yourself what is working, what is not. Write a list. Now, I want you, third thing, create a list of non-negotiable tasks that fix what's not working. Okay, that support each of those things. I want you to write those down. Then the fourth thing is prioritize those tasks as a non-negotiable part of how you plan your week. Okay, so if your fundamental needs, if you've gone through that worksheet, you've gone through that workbook, and they are not helping you to fill up your cup, or you haven't done it yet, this is how you do it. This is how you get to the point where you're prioritizing what needs to be done so that you're overflowing and all those cups scoot closer and they just automatically fill up on their own and everybody's got full cups. The last thing I'm going to say about this specifically is important. So listen up. You will not be called to do your highest work in marriage, in motherhood, or business If you have yet to find a way to prioritize the foundation of who you are, I'm going to say that again, because this is fact. There is no way for you to do your highest work. You won't be called to it because you can't do it unless the foundation of who you are is solid. You can't build upon a weak and weary and fractured and falling apart, crumbling foundation. So if you want to build the life that you know you were called to build and to grow and to pour into, you have to strengthen your foundation. Self-care is not selfish. You guys, you are the number one asset. So please start showing up for you so that you can start showing up for everyone else the way that you were called to. Okay. Mistake number three. I get really excited about that one. Actually, I get really excited about this one. The third mistake is that I was trying to run my business when it was convenient for everyone else. Ooh, yeah. And let's dive into this. When you sit down every single day and you think about, hey, how's my day going to go? And you start to get panicky inside because you actually just want to make life easier for everyone else and and don't really know how to communicate what you need, that's probably a really good indicator that you are running your life around everyone else. Um, Another really good indicator is if you have a list of everything that needs to get done in your head, but you have no real tangible system in place for how to get anything done, either in your house or in your business, both. That's probably a really good indicator that you're just running around really trying to make this business work when it's convenient for everyone else and you're just like a mess inside. And here's the last indicator that you probably are guilty of this. Um, And I know we all do this, right? But ask yourself, are you afraid to ask your husband to take care of the kids or cook dinner for you so that you can get some work done when he gets home off of work? Or are you afraid to ask him for one Saturday a month or every other Saturday for a solid four or five hour block and he takes the kids? If the answer is yes, then you are definitely 100% guilty of this. And I've done it. We've all done it. And these and then some. I mean, mom guilt is a real thing. I just saw on a Facebook group the other day, a mom, literally her question was, how do you all deal with mom guilt? Because the questions that we ask ourselves or the 
that run through our mind are what happens when I ask for help? What, what is he going to think? Or what is he going to say? Or what are they going to say? And it's probably just easier if I do it myself anyway. So I'm just going to do it. I'm not going to ask for help because, you know, my husband, he worked all day long and I can't ask him to help me because I'm supposed to be able to do all this on my own. It's my job to do it all. And you know what? I probably just shouldn't even think about having a business or even really making money. I'm just going to call it a hobby because I can't even keep my life together. So I'm just, this is just ridiculous, right? But I know that you also have really big dreams that you think about too. And so you sit here with this, this constant conflict going on in your mind because you want to love your family, cook and care for your kids in a clean home, relax in a clutter-free house. You want to have fun with your husband regularly instead of being a grinch and a grouch all the time. And you want to grow your business. I know that you want to put your talents and your passions into a space where they can actually bring in money for your home because that's exactly what I wanted. You just don't know how to do it. And all you need to do is stop working your business around what makes everyone else happy. I know this sounds so horrible, but it's absolutely true. You have to start managing your time as if it matters to you just as much as they matter to you. Okay, let me give you really, really practical three steps that you can start diving into to figure out how to make this happen. Because for a lot of you, this is so unbelievably foreign, you don't even know where to start. So here's the first thing that you're going to do. I want you to know what you need to get done in your business every single week. And then you need to know when to do it. So this is the first thing. Okay, so there's two parts. You need to know what you need to get done in your business and when you need to get it done. So I've talked about this on the podcast before. Make a list of everything that needs to get done. Group them in, batch them up, group them into categories that make sense together. And then you need to know when you're going to get them done. So you need to have blocks of time set aside every single week for work, for your work block, right? Okay, here's the second thing. You've got to plan your fundamental needs and your entire family schedule with your work block involved, okay? You cannot sit down and plan out the entire week and leave no space for running your business and think you're going to run a successful business. Stop doing that right now. That is ridiculous. Okay, tough love done. Step number three, systemize your communication with your family. Start creating systems so that they understand this is the routine. Talk to them about it. Let them know what you expect. Rehearse it with them. Is this going to happen overnight? No, it's not. But any person that gets trained doesn't just automatically know what to do immediately. It takes time. It's going to take your family time to understand what you expect and how things are going to operate. It's also going to take you time to be and learn how to be a good leader to all of them, right? So start systemize your start start systemizing your communication and here's the second part of number 3, start outsourcing some of your tasks. Who can do laundry? Who can do dishes? Who can pick up their own rooms? What can you start outsourcing? Who can cook dinner a couple nights a week? Do you have older kids? Do you have a husband? They are perfectly capable of cooking dinner. Are they going to cook dinner like you? No? Get over it. Eat their hot dogs. Eat their spaghetti. Eat their mac and cheese. Let them do it. Leave it alone. Just let them do it. Allow other people 
to take some of your mom tasks, as I like to call them, so that you can pour into growing a business. It's okay for you to not do everything all the time. I promise. Just trust me on this, okay? So these are the three mistakes for you guys that I really, really, really wanted to dive in on today. And here's a really cool thing about it. If you want and you know that you are ready to stop doing all of these things, come get inside of the Academy. The doors are open right now. I have a really special offer for you if you come and you join in today. So go over inside of the Facebook group and grab the replay link. And if you are on the email list, you also are going to be getting lots of good information about it. You can also go to chelseajoe.co backslash academy to check out more details about the academy. You can send me a DM. We can talk about if this is the next right thing for you. But I will tell you that if you are feeling pulled in all directions, your life is scattered and you are a mess. This is the next right step for you. I am so confident in it. All of the women inside of the academy have never been in a better position in their lives ever before. And it makes them chuckle too when they're on the other side of it because it really is so simple. It's so simple. Do not be nervous. Jump in, dive in, come be a part of our community. I cannot wait to welcome you. This is going to be absolutely the best decision that you've ever made. Okay, this has been so fun. As always, I have completely enjoyed myself hanging out with you from behind my mic. And until next time, I will see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.